Hey, this is Jacob, and you're listening to the Stone Creek Youth Podcast. Now, we've been in a series for about three weeks now, learning about prayer. And today, we're officially concluding our time together by talking about asking in prayer. You're not going to want to miss this. I'll see you right back here in just a few moments. Hey, everyone. Welcome back As you know, over the past few weeks, we've been talking about prayer. Now, in week one, we defined prayer as a conversation with God. And we stated that to be a follower of Jesus ultimately means that we are people who pray. In week two, we talked about abiding prayer and how if we truly desire Jesus to transform our life, we have to spend extravagant time connecting or abiding with him a whole that whole teaching was actually based on john chapter 15 where jesus says abide in me and i will abide in you for you cannot produce fruit without me it truly is a powerful powerful thought but now we are in week Three, and I'm so excited. Tonight we're talking about asking prayer, which is really radical if I am being honest. And I'll tell you why in just a moment. But as always, let's begin our time in prayer, shall we? Would you bow your head with me? Father, in the name of Jesus, I just pray over this sermon. I pray over our time together, Lord. And I just ask that you would bless the person listening to this right now. I pray that you would help them to grow in the discipline of prayer and that you would give them a new hunger to spend time with you. I thank you, Jesus, for everything that you've done for us and for your sacrifice on the cross. And it's in your name I pray. And everyone said, Amen. I shared in the beginning of this series that 2 Thessalonians 5.17 is going to be our cornerstone verse for this series. Now, it simply says this, never stop praying. And I want to I wanna apologize because I don't know if I've done a very good job describing what that means. I mean, never stop praying. It can seem kind of vague and leave you thinking, um, what exactly does that mean? It can kind of confuse us if there's not an explanation. And so here it goes. I want to explain it like this. To never stop praying means that prayer becomes as natural to us as breathing. That's it. It means that we have casual, organic, natural conversation with God. It's not something that we have to force or work ourselves up to do. It just happens because it's a part of who we are. It's similar to talking to the closest person in your life for hours on end without having to think of different things to talk about. You both talk to one another because you know and love each other. And that's the way I believe it should be in our relationship with God. It should be a natural ebb and flow of talking and listening to God. And so with that in mind, I want to start our conversation on asking prayer. If you have your Bible, go ahead and turn to Matthew chapter 7, verse 7. Now, if you don't know where Matthew is, it's in the New Testament. It's the very first book 
And while you're getting there, let me just give you a little bit of context. Matthew, formerly known as Levi, was a tax collector. He essentially was scum to the people in his day. But he has a powerful encounter with Jesus that transformed him. And now he's writing this gospel, this book, and he's addressing it to the Jewish people. In Matthew chapter 7, he's recording the words of Jesus. And this is what Jesus says. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. And those who seek, find. And to those who knock, the door will be opened. What person among you, when your child asks for a loaf of bread, gives them a stone? Or if they ask for a fish, do you give them a snake? No. So if you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give what is good to those who ask him? Let's just think about that for a moment. That is a very bold statement, Jesus. Ask and it will be given seek and you will find, knock and the door will be open to you? Like, what? And just so you know, this is not the only time that Jesus says something this wild. In John chapter 14, Jesus says, whatever you ask in my name, I will do so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. He says, if you ask anything, anything in my name, I will do it. And then in Mark chapter 11, Jesus says, I say to you, all things, think about that, all things for which you pray and ask, believe that you have received them and they will be granted to you. Wow. Okay, so what's the catch, Jesus? What, I mean, like, there has to be a catch. It can't be this good and it can't be this simple. What's the catch? And Jesus says, no, there's no catch, but there's an expectation. And this is what I want to say to you tonight. It's as if Jesus knew where the minds of the people were going. And to illustrate his point, follow me, I'm going somewhere. Jesus takes this lesson about prayer and he puts it in the context of a relationship between a father and a child. Like I said, like I read, he says to the crowd he's teaching, if your child asks for a loaf of bread, you're not gonna give them a rock. And if they say, I want a fish, you're not gonna give them a snake. And it's the same way with our father in heaven. Here's the point Jesus is trying to convey. God is not going to trick you. God is not going to disappoint you. And God is not going to mock you. Because that's not who God is. Let's make it a little more personal. If you're in need of a new friend in your life, have you tried asking God? Okay, have you tried asking again? Do you know someone in your life who has COVID or is sick? Have you tried asking God to heal them? Have you tried again? And if you are struggling with any of the following, anger, fear, insecurity, bitterness, lust, anxiety, 
Have you tried asking God to take it away? And if you already have, have you tried again? You need to hear this. God is a good father, and he wants to answer your prayer. You know, in my own life, there have been times where I've needed God to move, and he hasn't moved right away. And so, if you have been asking God for something, and you are still trying to find an answer to your prayer, let me just encourage you and say, God's timing is perfect. And sometimes, a delayed yes is a test of your faith to see if you are truly willing to be completely dependent on God for everything that you need. Now, I think I need to address this too because there's a flip side of the coin. Sometimes, I'm off my notes, so bear with me. Sometimes, there are things in our life that we pray for that are selfishly motivated. And here's how you know if they're selfishly motivated. You ask the question, who's going to receive the glory if this is answered? And if it's you, if you are the one who's going to get recognition, if you are the one who's going to get the credit, and if you are the one who's going to be highlighted, so to speak, that's a selfish prayer. So you need to know in the text above, when Jesus says, ask and it will be given, and then he places this lesson in the context of a relationship between a father and a child, you have to know God's not depicted as a friend. He's depicted or pictured as a father. And a father knows what is best for us. A father knows when to say yes, when to say no, and when to say not yet. And I, I want to say this as well. Maybe you've had a father figure in your life or your own dad in your life that you haven't been able to trust. And to be real, I've, I'm there myself. You have to be able to learn how to trust God as your father. And you have to know that God the Father is not like your earthly dad. God the Father is trustworthy and you can wholeheartedly lean into him. One of my favorite verses is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, and it says this, Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will make your path straight. What does that mean? It means that you don't know what's best for your life. And... Because of your limited perspective, God knows what's best. So your job is to just trust God with all of your heart and seek his plan. Because it's when you seek his plan that he will make sure you get where you're going. I love this verse. It's 1 John chapter 5, verses 14 and 15. It says this, this is the confidence we have approaching God. That if we ask 
anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have what we've asked for. And it's because it's according to his will. And that's the same idea Jesus is trying to speak about in Matthew chapter 7. God will answer your prayers according to his will, not yours. There's a few thoughts I just want to share as we finish our time together. The first one is this. Asking prayer will expose how much you truly love God. It will. It will expose the motives of your heart. And it will show you if you truly love God or if you truly love yourself. The second is asking prayer will expose how strong your desire is for His will. Not yours, but His will in your life. And finally, asking prayer will expose how real your faith is. How real your faith is. Are you willing to continue to believe and ask, seek, and knock even if you don't get your answer right away? Even if God doesn't take the pain away instantly, will you still press into Jesus and trust Him? Hmm. That's a deep question. And it's one I'm still, still trying to figure out myself. I don't say all of this, though, to make you fearful or overwhelmed. I've mentioned this at some point during this series, but prayer is a journey. And we're all on this journey, but we all are expected to grow in the discipline and in the practice of prayer. My challenge really is for you to wrestle and reflect with what you believe about God when it comes to the area of prayer, when it comes to God's character, because this is real stuff we're talking about. Faith, hope, Jesus, God's kingdom, heaven and hell, grace and truth. It's real. And if you don't wrestle with it, it will never be yours. But I can assure you, as so many others can as well, that it's when you have faith in Jesus that you find your way to God and you find everything that you need for your soul. Despite what you may think or what you may have heard or what you even may have experienced, I want you to know that Jesus is trustworthy. He is truly the only one in this world where we find out why we were created, and how we can live a full and satisfying life. God is good and only does good. But just remember and keep in mind that He is God and He knows what's best for us. I want to conclude our time together by encouraging you to pray and be bold in prayer. Ask God for what you need and thank Him for what you have. I truly believe that if you do this, the Bible promises that the peace of Christ will guard your heart and your mind as you live in Christ Jesus. Again, I just want to encourage you and say I love you and I thank you so much for taking time to listen to the Stone Creek Youth Podcast. I'll see you back here next week. God bless.